You know, I was like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 44 of the Talk to Wrestling Podcast. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm on Periscope, uh, YouTube, and on CastBox. If you're on YouTube, you're watching on CastBox, watch this on those two uh, apps, on those two services, you get that cool opening that I just made. Now, if you're watching on Periscope, head to YouTube, go type in OMG space Corey space B in the space bar to check out the cool opening that I have set for the Too Sweet Wrestling Podcast. It is the WWE TLC Preview and Prediction Show. Ah, boy, this has been quite the boring build, at least on the raw side of things, and... I gotta say, for as lackluster as the build has been, we got a darn good card. Darn good card. We're about to hop right on into it, like I said, on YouTube, uh, in the space bar, OMG Space, Corey Space B, I'm there, OMG Corey B, I'm there, uh, on Periscope at 2 Sweet P-O-D, you can find me there, and on castbox.fm at 2 Sweet Wrestling Podcast, on Twitter as well, at OMG Corey B, and at too sweet pie. So we're gonna hop on into this. Feel free to subscribe and follow on any one of those services. So we're gonna hop right on into the card right now. First up, we have the cruiserweight championship. And let me just let you in on a few things, ladies and gentlemen. The preview and predictions podcast is my favorite of all because these are the ones where I go with absolutely no notes, ladies and gentlemen. It's all coming off the top of the dome. Uh, the only thing I have listed here are the matches so that I won't forget anything. So these are my favorites. So starting off, we're starting with the Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. This should be a phenomenal match. They've had phenomenal matches before. And on the most recent episode of 205 Live, both of these guys had really good matches with uh, Grand Metalik and Tony Nese. And I'm looking on Periscope right here. I see a question. Is Roman Reigns coming back? I don't think he'll be back anytime soon. But heading back to the Cruiserweight Championship match. Uh, these guys have phenomenal matches on 205 Live. Uh, the old <laughs> theory that Cedric Alexander stood tall. You know how us wrestling fans feel about that theory. But that's not, that's not to say that that theory stands for all matches. I don't think it's going to stand for one moving on later in the, car, but I, in the card, but I'll get to that. But I expect this to be a phenomenal match. I expect the Cruiserweight Championship to be on the main show again, to which uh, I love it when the Cruiserweight Championship is on the main show. It gives it a different vibe, and it's a different match, and they always deliver. They've gotten a few main show matches and they've delivered so far, so they should very much be on this main show. But at the end of the day, uh, this is a sleeper match. A candidate for sleeper of the night. Uh, I'm going to go with another match as for the sleeper of the night. The show stiller of the night. But this is right up there with it. As for your winner, I'm going to go with 
Buddy Murphy to retain his Cruiserweight Championship. And look, I made more power to the guy. He's having a phenomenal run and he's a phenomenal wrestler. Very underrated wrestler in WWE. He really doesn't get the credit that he deserves. So moving on here, we have the Mixed Match Challenge Final. R-Truth and Carmella versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there's not a whole lot of breakdown that I have here. Look, Mixed Match Challenge, it's fun. And the winners get the number 30 spot in both Royal Rumbles and they get a paid vacation. How about that? At the end of the day, this result is fairly obvious. R-Truth and Carmella will pick up the victory. I think this will be a pre-show match. To get the fans excited for the main show, we're going to get the faces to win here. R-Truth and Carmella pick up the victory because there is no absolute reason why Jinder Mahal and Leech Fox should be winning this matchup. So moving on, we have Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio and... I gotta say that SmackDown has done a terrific job with this build because originally going in, you know, I'm thinking, okay, it's Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio. How invested can I really get into this matchup? It's two old guys going at it. But as the weeks have gone on, this has been one of the better built matchups, I have to say, heading into WWE TLC, if I'm being very honest with myself. Ah, uh, it started with Randy Orton beat down Rey Mysterio, taking the mask, holding it up, and we've had a really good built story ever since then. Rey Mysterio has gotten revenge on Randy Orton, has beaten him down, and Rey Mysterio has looked really good. Ah, uh, as we head into TLC, I did, on the most recent episode of SmackDown Live, leveled Randy Orton with the chair. I beat him down, gave him a 619 for his troubles, and... I expect a really good match between these two. Uh, we have a good dynamic. Randy Orton is the big guy, the big, much bigger guy. Rey Mysterio working the underdog role in this matchup. So I expect a decent match out of this. At the end of the day, this is a tough one. One of the tougher matches to predict on the card. But I'm going to go with Randy Orton to pick up the victory here. And what I expect to be a really decent match. Now, going from a good build to a bad build. Natalia versus Ruby Riot in a tables matchup. Oh, first, I have to go back to Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio. A chairs matchup? Really? That's so stupid to me. Really, what is a chair? It's a chairs matchup. We're going to throw all the chairs in the ring. It's a chairs matchup. That's so stupid, by the way. Just make it a, a no disqualification match. That's just my pet peeve, by the way. A chairs match? Really? But Natalya versus Ruby Riot, a tables match. Uh, not everything has to be put into a storyline. And when I say not everything has to be put into a storyline, these wrestler devs, we have Jim Neidhart passing away. We don't have to put everything into a storyline, man. And I know you can say that where it's on Natalya, you know, to say that she doesn't want it into a storyline. But typically, wrestlers are going to, you know, for the sake of the business, for the good of the business, uh, the wrestlers are going to, you know, go with it. And I'm sure Natalia is going with it for the good of the business. I don't like the storyline whatsoever. Like, I'm, I wasn't invested into the Riot Squad versus Natalia, and 
a Bailey and Sasha to begin with. I never, I thought it was so lazy and there was not much effort put into it from the start. So I really don't like it now. On the t- on the t- uh, Ruby Riot putting them having Ruby Riot put Jim Hart Nightheart's face on the table. I really like. I'm not invested into it. This is not a match that I can get invested into whatsoever. But as for the match, uh, we have two talented workers, so I don't expect it to be a bad match if they actually give it time. I expect it to be a decent to good match at best. So it's gonna be worth watching. But at the end of the day. As for your winner, Natalia is most certainly, this is the easiest match to predict uh, of the night, in my opinion, outside of the Mixed Match Challenge. Natalia is most definitely gonna, going to pick up the victory here. Uh, the face is going to get the coming punts here. Natalia is going to put Ruby Ride through the table, and she will get the job done. So next up, we have the Vince Russo Special. Elias versus Bobby Lashley in a guitar. I'm gonna look. I don't care if there's not gonna be a pole there. This is a guitar on a pole match. We have the stipulation here: the first person that gets the guitar can use it. And look, this is so stupid. And this is another pet peeve that I have. Okay, a guitar is at the top of the ladder. It's a no disqualification match. So just go get a chair from under the ring. Go get a kendo stick from under the ring. Who cares about getting a stupid guitar where you can only really do but so much damage before the guitar breaks. You can only really hit somebody one time with the guitar. You can use a steel chair and hit them 10,000 times with the steel chair and do damage that way. Who gives a crap about the guitar at the top of the ladder? I'm going to get out my soapbox on that one. Now I'm going to get to the breakdown of the match. Don't you know that Bobby Lashley debuted by attacking Elias way back after WrestleMania? And whether I don't remember whether whether that was after WrestleMania or after SummerSlam, I can't remember. Uh, who cares? I think it was out it was after WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken. After WrestleMania, and here we are now. They've done absolutely nothing with Bobby Lashley and Elias ever since then. Bobby Lashley has been putting one stupid storyline after another. Elias, the guy is so over, yet you won't set a concrete feud with the guy. His feuds consist of him sitting in the middle of the ring playing guitar and somebody interrupting him. Can we do something concrete with Elias? The guy is massively over. Can you set something in line with the with Elias for goodness sake? But to the matchup, we have Elias and Bobby Lashley. Elias and Bobby Lashley have fairly good chemistry together, so I expect a really good match here. They are both talented workers. Elias is a very underrated worker as it pertains to WWE. I really doesn't. I really don't think he gets the credit that he deserves as far as how much he worked, how how well he works inside the ring. His person, his personality, personality, excuse me, overshadows his ring work. And he's a very talented worker inside the ring, so I expect a phenomenal match here. As for your winner, uh, this seems like the match to where the face will get the victory here. I expect Elias to pick up the win here. Uh, to pick up the win over Bobby Lashley. I expect Leo Rush to get involved at some point in the match, but it won't matter because Elias will pick up the victory here. 
So moving on. Now I told you that Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy wouldn't be the show stealer of the night. It would be close, but I have another show stealer of the night. And that is this match, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre will be the show stiller of the night. Look, my I have certain rules as it pertains to what can be a show stiller. You cannot be a part of the show. You cannot be the show, excuse me. So with that being said, uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, that doesn't qualify for show stiller. Uh, the women's triple threat match, that can't qualify for show stiller. But Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre, one of the lesser matches on the card. That qualifies as show stiller of the night, and I think it will be a phenomenal match. We're talking about Finn Balor here. We're talking about Drew McIntyre here. Two phenomenal workers, and every time they get into that ring, it's magic. Because we have the little guy, the classic little guy versus big guy matchup here. And they work that very well. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Ah, big guy, and I respect Drew McIntyre. I don't think they should have broken his pinfall streak. But we have a decent at best build. Nothing getting into this match. Nothing that I can sink my teeth into. Nothing that I can get highly invested into. But it's been a decent build at best. But heading into the matchup, ah, and I see right here on show, on uh, Periscope right here, love Finn Balor. Yeah, I love Finn Balor as well. I just wish that they would give Finn Balor something to sink his teeth into a, you know, a concrete view because it's like he's been spinning his wheels ever since he's come back from that injury. But I expect a phenomenal matchup here, Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, at the end of the day, um, I am very certain that Drew McIntyre picks up the win here. Uh, this is one of the easier matchups of the night to predict. Drew McIntyre will pick up the victory here. The Scottish psychopath uh, this guy is so believable. He's so legit. Every time he comes out of that curtain, I believe in Drew McIntyre. Every time he speaks on that mic, I believe in that guy. He is for a phenomenally talented worker, and he is on the way to the, uni to the Universal title at some point in 2019. So, and I see right here on Periscope, why is Drew McIntyre getting a push? He is a phenomenally talented worker. He's a phenomenally talented talker on the mic. That's why he is getting a push. And that guy is very believable as well. That's why he's getting a push. Whew. As I catch my breath here. Ah. Uh -huh. Next up. We have the SmackDown tag titles on the line. The Usos versus the New Day. Versus the Bar. Man, I need to catch my breath here. We had a horrific rap battle last week uh, on this past episode of SmackDown Live. Uh, horrifically funny, horribly funny at times. I give it that. You know, Xavier Woods trying to hold in his laugh was very funny. Uh, the bar doing ice, ice baby lines. Uh, that was pretty funny at best. But looking at the build. It's the same three teams, so it's kind of tough to get invested into. But uh, we know that every time these three teams get involved with each other, it's a phenomenal match. Uh, they have incredible chemistry together. So this is close. This would fall in line as a show stiller as well. I don't think it's going to be the show stiller. But it's going to be a phenomenal match. These guys, you put these three teams in the ring, it's going to be fast-paced. 
uh, it's going to move at a cruiserweight's pace, in my opinion. And that's what works best for all of these guys. Seamus and especially Cesaro are the new age big men where they can fly around the, with the little guys. They can muscle around with the big guys as well. So I expect that phenomenal match here. At the end of the day, uh, the New Day cannot possibly win the titles again. So I'm Xing them out of the equation. Uh, I don't think the titles flip back to the Usos. So I'm Xing them out of the equation as well. The bar stood tall on the most recent episode of SmackDown. So this is one of those cases to where I, I don't think it's going to... The logic of the person that stands tall is going to lose here. I don't think that's going to take place here. Because I have the bar picking up the victory here and what should be a phenomenal match. If the bar wins here, we look, we need some new blood here. Call up somebody to face up to face off with the bar. Look, I know the good brothers are sitting back and catering somewhere. Get them involved in this for goodness sake. Let's get them involved. So next up we have Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. What we believe to be Braun Strowman i seen a recent report that Braun Strowman would be at TLC, but as for his medical clearance, uh, that is very much up in the air. So we'll see about that. I don't know if Braun Strowman is going to be ready, uh, but we're going to, for the sake of this prediction uh, podcast, we're going to assume that it's Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. I could care less about the build to this feud. Ah... Uh, you know, obviously, we have stakes on the line. If Baron Corbin wins, he's going to be the permanent general manager. And I don't believe that to be the case. I don't think they're going to go down that road. Look, if Braun Strowman is going to be in the match, and I see right here on Periscope, used to play softball with that guy. Who? Uh, Braun Strowman or, uh, or uh, Corbin? But uh, Braun Strowman, if he's going to be in this matchup, Braun Strowman is going to win. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a landslide win. And we're going to move on from there. Braun Strowman uh, will get what he wants. He's going to get his Universal Championship matchup with Brock Lesnar if he's in this matchup. Braun Strowman is going to pick up the victory here. As for the quality of the matchup, um, I don't expect it to be that great of a matchup. I just expect Braun Strowman to run right through Baron Corbin. Used to play with Braun Strowman. I'm looking here on Periscope. Play Braun, Braun Strowman a softball legend. How about that? I had no idea. Gonna have to YouTube that and look that up. But moving on in the predictions podcast. We have the Intercontinental Championship on the line. Seth freaking Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, we have the storyline. Of Dean Ambrose turning on Seth Rollins, turning his back on Seth Rollins' brothers. And I gotta say that I was highly invested into this storyline uh, at the beginning. Like, it was just so captivating. It was arguably the most captivating thing in all of wrestling, not just WWE. And I was very invested into it. Until, you know, the build wore on and Dean Ambrose started to talk. And eventually they had Dean Ambrose go into wacky Dean Ambrose. And that's just not the Dean Ambrose I imagined. That I imagined when he first came back. He came back looking like a literal lunatic. 
wasn't saying anything. It was just scowling at everybody, working like a heel. And I was like, man, the less that Dean Ambrose says, the better, because the more believable he comes off. But when he starts talking, he becomes wacky Dean Ambrose. It kind of really took away from the special feel of the build. And it really turned it into a build that felt like, you know, just another build that's heading to just another pay-per-view. So the special nature of the feud, the special nature of the build has kind of worn off in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Uh, looking at the result of the match, I think it's going to be a phenomenal match. I mean, it's Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. You put those two guys in the ring. They have, I've been talking about chemistry all pay-per-view long, but we talk about those two guys. They always have great matches together. So I expect a great match here. A great match. As for your winner of the match, whew, this one is tricky. I expect Seth Rollins to go on to bigger things heading into 2019. I expect him to be in that Universal Championship uh, chase uh, heading into Mania. So the only way that can happen is if he loses the, the Intercontinental Championship. But will that happen here or will that happen at the Royal Rumble? I think that happens here. Dean Ambrose goes on to pick up the championship win. He will be your Intercontinental Championship. Maybe they run another match back. Maybe they don't. But eventually Seth Rollins is moving on to that Universal Championship. Next up, we have the Women's Championship on the line. Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. Uh, another build to where... Boy, I could care less about. And, uh, like, I can't get invested into Nia Jax. Um, the face breaker. Like, I really feel like she's only picked up her... He, because uh, she knocked out Becky Lynch. The crowd really doesn't care. They only care about Nia Jax because she knocked out uh, Becky Lynch. But more power to them for turning it into a character. So more power to them there. Ronda Rousey, this just really feels like a placeholder match until we get to the Royal Rumble where it could be Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Who knows? We'll see about that. Uh, as for this build itself, as for the match itself, excuse me, Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax had a pretty decent match uh, at Money in the Bank when Alexa Bliss cashed in. It was a pretty decent match. It was very surprising because not the majority of us didn't expect a good match whatsoever. And they turned in a pretty decent uh, performance to where Ronda Rousey worked the face in peril role. Nia Jax bullied her around. And Ronda Rousey made a comeback, and it was a pretty decent match. If they go with that formula in this match, it could be a pretty decent match again. So, depending on what formula they go by on this match, who lays the match out, how they lay the match out, it will determine how great the match is. As for your winner, this is an easy one. Ronda Rousey will definitely pick up the victory here. Next up... Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. As I said, I think Daniel Bryan has just been waiting to fire these takes off. To be waiting, been firing these vegan takes off, these home to earth takes off. And look, he's just, like I said, he's living his best life right now. And I think that this is going to be a phenomenal match. It's been a phenomenal build. Uh, in the short term, like I said, uh, this Daniel Bryan heel turn has been a stroke of genius. To prolong the AJ Styles feud. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the WWE Championship uh, going forward. 
But as for the result of this match, it's going to be one of the matches of the night. It's going to be a phenomenal match. Anytime you get these guys in the ring, uh, it's going to be phenomenal. They have great chemistry. I've been talking about that. That's been the theme of this pay-per-view prediction show. I think it's going to be a great match. It's going to be interesting to see how they do the finish here. How they protect the person that loses the match. It'll be interesting. But as for the result, Daniel Bryan will pick up the win. He will retain the championship. He will move on in this feud. I don't know if they're going to go somewhere else. Uh, outside of Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. But I can see this feud going into Wrestle, uh, Excuse me, into the Royal Rumble. So moving on to the final match of the night. Ladies, we have the WWE Women's Championship on the line. The champion, the man, the last kicker, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Oscar. Look, I enjoyed that Oscar got her moment in the sun. I enjoy Oscar being in a prominent spot. Don't get me wrong, but she is just here to take the pinfall. Trust me on that one. Ah, she's in a very prominent spot, so I enjoyed that. Like I said, I expect this to be the main event of the night, and. It is going to be a great match. Look, Charlotte and Becky had a phenomenal match at Evolution. Uh, and that was a last woman standing match. That was just a brutal match that went back and forth. I enjoyed every minute of it. And this is going to be a phenomenal match as well. Uh, I expect big spots out of this match. And the result of the match is going to be pretty interesting. Because as for your winner, I have Charlotte picking up the victory here. Over Asuka, whether that be by pinfall or submission. And I think Becky Lynch is going to move on to Ronda Rousey, uh, possibly on to Monday Night Raw. But uh, the result is very much in the air, in my opinion, because Becky Lynch could easily win this match and still uh, find some way to move on to Ronda Rousey. So I'm going to go with Charlotte here to pick up the victory to regain the, the title for like the thousand time already how many title reigns that she has already she's chasing rick flair for goodness sake but i expect it to be a phenomenal match charlotte picks up the victory here so feel free to let me know your thoughts on this pay-per-view uh, whether that be on youtube omg Corey b uh, whether that be on periscope at two sweet wrestling pod uh, at two sweet pod excuse me or whether that be on uh, Twitter at OMGQRB, Twitter at 2SweetPod, Periscope at 2SweetWrestling Podcast. Let me know your thoughts. Excuse me there. I will be live tweeting on the live tweeting on Twitter on Sunday for WWE TLC. So join me there on both accounts. On that note, I am out.